Welcome to EIS Connect, a podcast from EIS dedicated to connecting the people we serve. Hello, and welcome to the EIS Connect podcast. My name is Lindsay Hartman, and I am the Director of Marketing at EIS, and I am joined today by a few of my amazing teammates, Dan Dignan, the Vice President of Product Management, and Hannah Fortune, Senior Content and Creative Services Manager. I am really excited to bring this little group together today to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, uh, a recent refresh of the EIS logo and our branding. Uh, So for those of you who might not have seen, in February, EIS launched a new logo and even a new name uh, that better reflected the company that we're growing into. It's a change that internally at EIS we've been working through for quite some time. And honestly, I think EIS has been building towards for the last couple of years. Uh, We've gone through a lot of changes. We've had some really exciting acquisitions. And I think, you know, as we continue to grow, this was really the, the EIS of the future that we were looking for. Um, but no matter how much a change might be needed, we also know that change can be hard, uh, whether it's a name or a color or a shape that you recognize as being a part of a company's story. It is difficult to try something new. So I really wanted to pull together a few of the people who made this change not only possible, but exciting and a really positive experience for EIS and for our business partners. Um, first and foremost, Dan, I have to start with you with this name change because you're the brains behind the new EIS name. So you're going to have to tell us this story. How did you come up with a new name for EIS? Well, that's really complimentary, Lindsay. Uh, I don't know if I'm the brains behind it, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something that, uh, we've been socializing internally for a while now. Uh, traditional EIS has been focused on, of course, electrical insulation materials, for a selection of applications related to motors and transformers, generators, and of course the electronic assembly industry, all of which are still really the gas that runs the engine here. However, just about every company reaches a point of reality when ownership growth expectations don't match the company's actual performance. Uh, This is when good companies begin a strategic transformation, if you will, while you know maintaining our, the focus on their core markets and competencies. So back in late 2019, early 2020, EIS started on our transformation journey. And part of the evolution here at EIS is obviously um, as those that have been paying attention to our, our news bulletins, uh, we welcome new acquisitions, We've integrated our fabrication facilities more closely with the EIS traditional distribution business. And quite honestly, to address these changes and better describe the company that EIS is growing into, we needed an acronym that fit our growth trajectory and our outlook for the future. Uh, In essence, while our goal is to, of course, maintain our number one distribution position and expertise in electrical insulation materials, we also need to promote the fact that we're very much more than just electrical insulation materials. So candidly speaking and cutting to the chase, engineered (laughs) and industrial solutions really just came to me one evening back in November of last year. Although I had spent a lot of time 
over previous weeks and previous months, thinking about our value proposition. And it, it quite honestly just boiled down to our business be, being broken out into fabrication and general mm -hmm. distribution products. So the goal was, in my mind, to find synonyms for fab and disty, as we say. And my thought process went as follows. We work with customers on unique applications that require custom engineered solutions. And in many mm -hmm. cases, we're also pulling through more common industrial products and selling them to the same clientele. So there it is, fabrication or fabricated products are engineered solutions and products that bring that we bring into stock from our partner suppliers and simply distribute back out to our customers are industrial solutions. And that's how the new acronym for EIS, I guess, came about. You made that sound really, really easy, Dan. I don't think that's fair. I think you made it sound like, of course, this was just a logical conclusion of where we were going. Yeah, in due time, of course, but... Uh... <laughs> No, that's very good. Um, I, it's good to hear. I, I think that you did a wonderful job explaining of, of how we were growing and why we needed to grow in this direction. Um, so I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do want to say, you know, personally, I was on the other end of the email when Dan said, hey, guys, I was thinking, and what do you think about this? You know, he, he threw out this name. And um, I was excited. I thought it was a great, a great fit. I know our chief commercial officer, Dirk Foreman was excited. He said, yes, run with it. Um, all of us were really, you know, pumped about this name and we felt like it made a lot of sense. And then we took it and we just threw it right into the laps of our creative team. We said, we've got a name. What do you do with this? Um, so Hannah, <laughs> can you talk to us about the logo design and kind of how you take that initial thought and turn it into something, um, you know, from a graphic standpoint. Yeah, so I mean, it was uh, it's kind of difficult at first because here we are working with this logo that we've had several variations of for the past uh, 20, 30 years. Um, and now we have a whole set of different words that go along with it. So we, we definitely wanted to modernize the logo and move it to something that looks more fitting for where the company's trying to go. Um, and changing the color was part of that. But we really wanted to go more towards the rectangular side of it instead of the oval that we've had for so long. Just, it looks cleaner, it looks more modern and it, it fit for what we are going for. All right, you, you mentioned the oval. We you know we moved <laughs> to something that was a bit more, uh, a bit more rectangular. We've talked shape. I really need to talk about the teal. I love the teal, uh, but we went from a copper, which was really tied in with magnet wire, to something that's a bit more modern. What was the design team's goal to, to change the color story? Yeah, so with teal, that actually, that started, I think, back in 2019. We started slowly incorporating teal because we were, we were trying to find an accent color that works with copper, and there's not a lot of options out there. <laughs> um, but we really enjoyed the teal. So if you've been on our site in the past couple of years, you've probably seen it be more, uh, be incorporated more, um, mm -hmm. more and more, especially up until, uh, 
November when we started designing the new logo. And so it kind of just made sense from a transition to take where we've been using that teal and make it something a little more permanent in our logo. And I also love the teal. I think it's great. It's exciting. It is exciting. I think it's a really fun color. Uh, quick fun fact about the color story for our logo. It's not just the teal that is exciting. Uh, just in case anyone is wondering, the gray is also very special. Uh, the hex code for our gray in our logo is 666666. So it is what we lovingly refer to as a devil's gray. Um, the most exciting part of that might be that I just knew what the hex code was, and I think Hannah's proud of me. Yes, I, that was that was great. Yeah, well, we're uh, I think we we're all on a call together, and we were working through colors, and we we're like, what what gray works with this teal? Um, and it's lighter than what we've been using, and we decided on it, and then I just happened to look at the hex code to find out it was six 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 six. So devil's like gray. Said, it's lovingly referred to as devil's gray. I hope we offend no one. Hannah, thank you so much uh, for the, the backstory. Um, uh, Dan, you and I were in the first meeting when Hannah and Elena, Elena Frampton, our incredible graphic designer, uh, debuted this logo design. Um, I know I was really excited to see it come together. Uh, can you talk through what your first impressions were when you saw the name integrated into this new EIS logo? Yeah, I mean, it, the only emotion that comes to mind, or at least the first one was just wow. Um, it was really impressive. I, you know, I immediately saw the devil's gray power button um, <laughs> in the in the E, which was uh, was really cool to see right off, you know, jump off the page, if you will, the colors picked, you know, made the logo fresh. And um, as I said, the whole thing just seemed to pop right off the page. Um, the creative team, they just did an outstanding job with, uh, with the logo. It would, it, the work that was done would typically require an outside firm to do. And we probably would have spent a, a lot of money on it. Uh, had we not had such a great group of, uh, people internally between, uh, Hannah and Elena, uh, taking care of the task, just, uh, just an amazing job. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Uh, it was, it felt like everything came together really wonderfully and it was incredibly impressive, you know, what yeah. our team can do. And especially, Anna, do you want to talk through the time constraints you guys were under really quickly? So, yeah. So Elena and I were given uh, two weeks originally to come up with a new idea for the logo. And it, it started off as a refresh of the old logo, but it turned into something more, um, and I, I keep thinking back to how easily everything went. I mean, it was a lot of stress and it was it was hard coming up with something so quickly, but it seems like everything went pretty easy. It was the first idea that we presented to our executive leadership that they they liked, which was a surprise mm -hmm. to me, but I'm, I really appreciate them having their faith in us and trusting us with designing it. Because I think it makes it a little more special that it came from an internal team. I am personally going to apologize for the two week time frame, Hannah. Um, just <laughs> it's kind of on me, uh, but I appreciate you guys working with it. No, but I, you're right. You know, originally we said, you know, what are some small changes we could make? What are some tweaks we could do? And when we all sat down, we said, nope, this, this needs something bigger. Um, and it was amazing to see our team rise to that task. Um, and our, it, as you mentioned, the entire executive team, the minute they saw it, they, we all knew uh, everything was really positive and people understood immediately, you know, why we were going in this new direction. Uh, we got, 
you know, great buy-in. And it does make it more special when, you know, it came from us. It came from EIS. And I think that ties in really nicely to uh, the next thing that I wanted to mention, you know, as we started to roll out a new logo and, and especially a new name, um, we had a lot of questions from people about the EIS history and why we felt like we needed to move away from, you know, maybe the traditional acronym or that copper color. Dan, as our resident EIS historian, uh, what do you think about the transition between, you know, electrical insulation suppliers, EIS to engineered and industrial solutions? Well, I'm not sure I'm really the resident historian because there are so many great long tenured people here at EIS that I think know a lot more than I do, but I'll do my best to answer that question. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, as I kind of stated previously in my rather long-winded answer to how we came up with the new acronym, we've stayed focused on promoting electrical insulation materials from our partnered suppliers and the core applications those products are intended for for more than 75 years, and we'll, we'll continue to do so. But ironically, and, and somewhat by design, part of the evolution and growth includes partner, partnering with those same suppliers and similar products in their portfolio. But the selling efforts are more targeted with end markets versus ap the application focus. It's, it's a bit of a rewiring job in terms of go-to-market strategy for EIS legacy employees like myself, but it truly <laughs> makes uh, total sense. And I'm really excited to be uh, along for the ride. Awesome. I think that that's a great way to explain it. I think there's, you know, when we rolled out this, this new look, we said it's the new look, it's the same great service. Um, I exactly. think that there are a lot of things that have held true about EIS over time. Um, and it's exciting to watch us grow, but also to keep, you know, some of those really important reminders of who we are and, and what built the partnerships that we have. So thank okay. you. I think that that's great. Yeah, totally agree with those comments for sure. Uh, keeping in the historical lens, uh, Anna, I know you've been with EIS for a long time and have worked on branding adjustments before. From a visual standpoint, did the team look back at historical logos for inspiration? Were there pieces of prior logos that you were bringing into the design? Yeah, so I think that was one of the first things we did actually is look back at some of the older logos. And there's one, um, that we like to refer to as the uh, the cinnamon bun logo because it has a nice <laughs> little curly uh, symbol above the EIS. And after that was the EIS that was more connected. So all of our logos have had some flow to it, showing the connection. So when we started with this one, we actually pulled from the oval logo, um, the most recent one, and we mm -hmm. took the same font that was used there. Um, and actually just tweaked it a little bit to make this logo. So it's really not that far removed from the previous one. Just modernized it and, and added that power button in to, to show what we're all about now. That's, that's wonderful. Um, I do want to get, you know, I, we've talked a lot about the logo. I like the logo. Um, but overall, from a visual direction standpoint, can you talk a little bit about the other graphic elements, like on the EAS website, um, and how you guys are kind of tying in this more modern approach? Yeah, so when we, we first started building the new version of our site that launched in May, um, it was really important to make sure our look was consistent across the site. 
So that mm -hmm. started in the copper sense using uh, just copper accents and black and white photos. So all you're going to see is black and white and copper just to get the point across that like this is the IS, this is our color. So mm -hmm. as the time went on and we started to change the teal, same thing kind of happened. We switched everything to teal. All of those accent colors are now teal, um, but we're also keeping that black and white, those black and white images. And I think it, it really communicates who we are. It's, I think it's kind of obvious now when you see that black and white with a teal that, hey, this is the IS. I, I love the black and white imagery. Um, the photography feels really modern and yet it's capturing industrial viewpoints that, that really stand the test of time. Um, you know, particularly we look at our customers, they have such a unique blend of incredibly modern equipment as well as tools and machines that haven't really changed designs in decades. Uh, to see some of the modern winders next to maybe balancing equipment that's been used to perfect motors for generations. It's such an interesting combination. And so I, to me, it feels like when you take that black and white photography from our customers or their end users, and then we pull in kind of, you know, the, the more modern color, um, it just, it feels like a really wonderful synergy. And I really enjoy and appreciate having that as a part of, of our brand and a part of our identity, both, you know, digital and literature and, and everything for EIS really feeling like that tie. Absolutely. Um, I think I have one last question uh, for Dan. You know, you talked a lot about, you know, the growth and, and how we've been changing. Um, can you just tell us how you see the company growing into this name, what you think it means for our customers in the future? Yeah, sure. Um, the investment we've made with our new acquisitions really puts EIS in the position to provide more products in, in product categories that previously we maybe have dabbled in, but we're just kind of outside of our wheelhouse. And now our sweet spot is just bigger. It means that the one-stop shopping experience, if you will, for our customers just got that much better. And knowing that vendor consolidation is top of mind with many of our customers, it, broadening our product portfolio and having one place to shop is exactly what they're asking for. Yeah. And that's, I think, more than anything, when we think of when I think of engineered and industrial solutions, I think about that expansion of what we can offer 100%. because you're right. Customers are looking for more and more and they need a trusted partner who can offer them, you know, a breadth of products and services. Um, and it's exciting to see us growing to fit that need. Exactly. Well, I, First, just want to say thank you, Hannah and Dan, for uh, helping talk through the rebrand and, and especially for both of your help in pulling all of this together. I think it was such a great team effort from the marketing group. Um, and I'm, I'm really grateful for both of you guys and, and the wonderful work that you did because I think we're all benefiting from it. Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate the time uh, this afternoon. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to EIS Connect. Please check us out on the web at eis-inc.com, where we have more resources of information. And if you heard about any solutions during our podcast and would like to reach out to us, you can find contact info on our website as well.